Welcome, friends, family, and RPG fans, to the podcast version of Charisma Mod, the exciting new show that follows some of our favorite comedians through a live play campaign of the classic RPG game Dungeons and Dragons. If you want to see the full campaign, you can find all of our live play sessions on our YouTube channel. Just search Charisma Mod. And be sure to like and subscribe to find out when new episodes are released and for a chance to win cool prizes from our sponsors. We've got three incredible prize packs to give away put together by Comic Sans Productions and our sponsors, Stormcrow Manor, Howl and War Records, and Make Lemonade. All right, welcome to Charisma Mod, episode one, baby. I'm your host, Alice Rose, and I'm so damn excited that the show is finally happening. This show is a passion project I've been working on for about a year now, and it only took a global fucking pandemic for me to finally find the time to do it. We have one hell of a show for you, guided by our beautiful and charming dungeon master, Stella Saint. Joining her in this wild and crazy campaign are four of my favorite, and soon to be your favorite, Canadian comics. Playing Screamy Bingus, a halfling bard with a heart of gold, we have self-proclaimed world-famous comedian Al Val. Al is an accomplished performer, having performed in Just for Laughs and was recently featured on CBC Gem's The New Wave of Stand-Up. Joining Scrimmy on this quest is the tiefling wizard with a dark past and a name I will never be able to pronounce. Ayav Nuadia. Filling the role of Ayav is one of my favorite up-and-comer comics, Brendan D'Souza. Brendan has been featured on JFL 42, North by Northeast, and We're Funny That Way. And he's the creator and host of the renowned post-breakup podcast, Shredded. Next, we have Benin Jeet. A curious rock gnome cleric with hair like Drake, but moss. The creator of Benin is none other than the legendary comedian, actor, and writer Elvira Kurt. Elvira was once the host of CBCQ's popular weekly segment, Cultural Hall of Shame, the creator and star of her celebrated one-woman show, Fired Up, and is a writer on MasterChef Canada and The Great Canadian Baking Show. And finally, no campaign would be complete without a heroic, badass barbarian elf. On call to smash it up when keeping the peace is no longer an option, it's my pleasure to welcome T-Mare to this campaign. T-Mare is played by none other than the comedy superstar Tamara Siobhan, the creator of SOS Comedy. She's been spending her pandemic producing Sunday Best, an online comedy show about Kanye West, I think. Watch out for her debut comedy album, Pursewine, to be released sometime when the world gets its shit together. All right, everyone, it's showtime. So let's begin. So the four of you we discussed earlier have been in the Tricorn for at least six months, perhaps more. We'll talk about that. And you've all arrived this morning bright and early because you have somewhere to be. You have uh, an appointment today to go and meet your friend Maeve. They are opening a brand new bar. So you've decided to go first thing in the morning and meet up at 
their uh, general store. It's called Maid's Many Marvels, and it sells all kinds of things that anybody in the town may need, but particularly adventurers, miners, people who might be going out doing all kinds of quests and things. Um, so you decide to meet up there. Let's say it's 10 in the morning. And the four of you have arrived. Perhaps you just finished breakfast together. You know each other. And this is where you're meeting up. Let's start at the top. Al, do you want to describe uh, who your character is and what they look like? Hello, fellow travelers. My name is Scrimmy Bingus, and I am I am a, a stalwart little halfling gnome type character. I've got lots of gusto, and I'm super plucky, and... I'm a bard, so I like to play the bagpipes and the horn, and I'm going to be, I want to be our sort of cheerleader pep talker guy for whatever quest we go on at this convenience store. <laughs> I am, uh, I'm three feet tall. I, last time I measured, I don't know, my parents do the thing where they like etch a thing in the doorway of the kitchen, and I got so tall that they couldn't reach. So I'm the tallest one in my family. <laughs> Are a relatively tall halfling, it's true. Super a, tall. A towering three feet. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, uh, also hanging out here at Maeve's Many Marvels this morning is uh, Elvira. Uh, tell us a little bit about your character. I am a uh, rock gnome cleric. And I am the size of a, a big boulder. And uh, all the way around. That's sort of my, my shape. And then without any sort of neck, my head sits on top. But I'm weirdly agile. And my hair, like imagine Drake, but moss. And it's really bright green. So, but it's a nice, it's a nice tight. So exactly that. Drake, but moss. That's, that's, my, that's my jam. And uh, I, uh, as a cleric, I'm uh, I'm all I'm full of all kinds of um, uh, spiritual goodness, but uh, it's a connection that is uh, sometimes it's uh, ethereal and abstract, and other times it's directly connected to to my uh, my my main source of guidance, which would be like a ceiling kitty. It's a ceiling kitty is who I worship. Sure. The uh, the ancient ceiling kitty god. Sure, um, and I come in to I come in to, to shoot the shit with Maeve all the time. Yeah, I, I don't like to be alone. Yeah, I like the company of my friends, and I, I'm always telling everyone how much I love them and how good it is to see them. Until we meet uh, strangers who I don't trust, and then we'll kill them. Mm. Interesting. That's a great way to describe the idea, actually. Um, okay, next up, uh, Brendan. Uh, what is your character looking like here this fine morning? Hello, it is I. I have no idea, as you all know. But as you also all know, every time I meet someone, every time I see someone, I introduce myself with this monologue explaining my tragic backstory. I have no idea who is I. Used to have a dream of having a traveling lentil cart where I and my siblings, we have no idea. They have no idea. <laughs> he has no idea. And you have no idea. Would sell lentils. But that dream was crushed when an army of dragonborn slaughtered my family and ruined our farm. And now I travel lands hunting dragonborn with my close personal friends. These 
this band of misfits. <laughs> I'm like a shadow, even though I have purple hair and red skin and tall, tall horns the size of an antelope. Any, any further questions? Uh, yeah, so tieflings, for people who don't know, are sort of this uh, quite an unusual race around here. They sort of have, um, they have like demon blood. So a lot of races kind of look at them oddly and they uh, they have questions about uh, these people, and especially I have who... That's racist. Yeah, it's very racist, definitely. And uh, especially I have who's very clearly a tiefling uh, with red skin and long, long horns definitely they uh they stand out on the street they're unlike they're unusual to see here in the tricorn which is generally populated with humans dwarves and elves cast me outside how about that how about <laughs> it <laughs> uh and finally uh we have tamara tell us about your character well i don't really know uh, i guess we i guess we all roll together but i don't know about that last guy but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I signed up for that friendship, but okay. <laughs> I'm an elf barbarian, so you know what I mean? Like, it's like I'm six feet tall. I'm, like, kind of, like, dumb, but I'm not. I'm wise beyond my years, but, like, if I don't feel like using my wiseness, I'll just beat you up, you know? Really cute, really cute. I, I'm, like, have a whole purple and green thing going on, so I have, like, green hair and, like, purple clothes and, you know... <laughs> I'm just here to like keep the peace, but then also if we're not keeping the peace, I'm the first person to not keep the peace. Yeah, typical like, barbarian. Yeah, love it. Okay, so you're all hanging out. You've maybe had your morning um, coffee or whatever it is your character drinks in the morning, and perhaps some eggs or whatever. And here you are outside of Maeve's Many Marvels. What would you like to do? Hey, gang, let's go inside. What are we doing standing out here rehashing old shit? We know each other. Right. Maybe this diet is she's watching us standing out here wondering why we're not inside. <laughs> we do this every morning. We know each other's stories. Let's go inside. I don't know if I want to go inside yet. Is Maeve inside yet? You can go ahead and look in the window and go ahead and roll the first roll of the game. Yeah. Roll, you're looking in the window. Go ahead and roll an investigation check. So roll a d20 and add your investigation to that. Okay. So exciting. First roll. Of course, started by me. <laughs> That's a good idea, though. Barbarian going for it. Love it. 15. Okay, and you have zero investigation, unfortunately. Um, but 15 is pretty good. 15 is like fine. You can see what there is to see. You uh, So you look in the window, you do a little <sighs> on the window, and you peek in, and um, you see somebody you don't know, actually, mm. who mm. is um, looks like they're um, stocking shelves. It looks like a human, uh, bright red hair in two braids. Um, the lights are on. The store appears to be open. I don't trust the braids. They might be dragonborn. We storm inside. You storm inside. There doesn't need to be a lot of storming because the door is wide open. It's an open store. Uh, <laughs> that I, I trundle. I don't run uh, or walk. I trundle everywhere. Great. Because I am short of leg. We trundle with haste. <laughs> You trundle with haste inside of Maeve's Many Marvels, and uh, this human who has uh, their backs to you turns around and says, Oh, hello, good morning. You're my first customers today. Hi, how are you? How can I help you? Where's Maeve? What have you done yeah. with her? 
I say curiously and generously with a bright spirit, even though that sounded weirdly accusatory. But I'm the exact opposite of myself in human form, so I'm delighted to meet this new person. Where's this Megan? Is- I say again. <laughs> this human says, that was a lot of information. Good morning. Uh, my name is Anne with an E. For all you Canadians out there doing it, did it. Um, and uh, I'm here. May have hired me because you know how they're opening the bar, right? Later today, and they hired me because they figured they're going to need to split their time between the two new places, and they need like a shopkeep to like upkeep the shop over here. So that's what I'm doing. It's my first day, and you're my first customers. Hi. Hello. You're Hi. doing great. Look Thank at those you. shelves. I say. I want to know more information about this uh, person. Sure. Do you want to? What do you ask them? Uh, where are they do you from? just want to look at them and see what you can pick up, or do you want to ask them some questions? I want to ask them a question. I want to ask them uh, how they know Maeve. I have I have persuasion. I can try and persuade them to give give me their whole life story. You yes. can, yeah. Yes. Do you yeah. okay? Do you ask this person called Anne to give you their whole life story? So I lean real suave like against the lowest shelf, and I put my hand on my hip and I give her a little wink, and I'm like. And your story seems compelling. Well, start from the top and spare no detail. <laughs> we got okay. nothing but time. Well, I was born on the east coast of Faerun, and um, I never. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Howl and Roar Records. Are you a comedy fan, but you're kind of sick of straight white dudes yelling at you? Me too. Me too. Check out Howl and Roar Records, a female-centric comedy record label that empowers artists and facilitates in the creation of content. Based in Toronto, Howl and Roar Records was born out of a desire to make the comedy album world more reflective of the diversity in the industry. Headed by Sirius XM radio host and former comedian Alison Dore, Howl and Roar understands artists' unique perspective and amplifies voices in entertainment. Go to howlandroarrecords.com to find comedy albums from some of my favorite comics in the industry, like Kate Davis, Meg McKay, Brandon Ash Muhammad, and Natalie Norman. And when it comes time to record my album, I know I'll be going with Howl and Roar. Several long minutes pass, and our team of misfit adventures learn nothing of any substance about their new friend, Anne. Okay, Anne, thanks a lot. Uh... That's continue about something other than your hair. Okay. Are you going to the party later today? Yes. Oh, we, amazing. We don't know if we're going to the party. Oh, you should go. It's going to be really cool at the new bar up the, uh, over at County Gross. Um, it starts at three o'clock. I'm sure Maeve told you that. And say, Anne, where is Maeve anyway? I don't think you answered that question. Oh, yeah. they're, they're already at the bar setting up. Hmm. I just find is it there, interesting you know more information about Maeve's bar than we do. Well, I do and work for them. But you just started, and Maeve's leaving you in charge of the store. We've never seen you before. Mm-hmm. And um, and we're just supposed to believe that Anne would leave all of the responsibility to you while she goes to this other place. I what understand. What are you not telling us? Uh, if you like, you can go ahead and roll an insight check to see if uh, Anne is hiding anything Maybe. from you. 
okay, so I rolled it and then I have a plus four. So I have a total of 14. 14's okay. So as far as you can tell, Anne is honest to a fault. What I asked her was, what aren't you telling us? So there has to be something that she's, that isn't quite right. Where all of our spidey senses are tingling. Do you want me to intimidate her? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Absolutely. We need intimidate your persuasion. It took us down a whole road I didn't know which one to do. So I'm terrified of what intimidation is going to do. I'm pretty intimidating. Intimidation. I don't want to not yes and you, but maybe we just take <laughs> one at face value, and then we decide it's better to, to go down to this bar and find out what this party is all about. Because I don't like finding things out from somebody I just met that there's some party. Why don't we know there was a party before now? That's true. Can we ask um, Anne for the directions to the bar? Oh yeah, absolutely. I can give you directions. I just assume Maeve had already told you about it. They told me that they um, gave you the uh, magic box thing and then that they invited you to the opening of the bar. <laughs> you buried the lead there, Anne, with the old, the oldie magic boxy. What magic box? Does any of you know about the magic ye olde magic boxy? Yeah, we're all holding. Where's my what? Does anyone have a box except me? So, as you recall, we did a pre-show where everybody yeah. entered a magic box. I trust the box. Everybody might have forgotten about the box already, but... I didn't forget about the box. I was there for the practice session. I had the box. I didn't realize the box was a constant. Everything is in story. Okay, so I'm holding a box. Oh, this box, you mean? Yeah, remember? Yes. Is this, was the invite in the box? Uh, no, I don't. I don't know. Maeve just mentioned that they invite, like that you all came and you did all the right, magic well, box. Please excuse us. Okay, off, guys, Anne's useless. Let's just go to the bar. So let's get these directions from Anne. And ask if she has anything on sale. After we find Maeve. <laughs> Well, while we're here, we might as well like buy a sword or something. I don't All know. Right. I think Anne's starting to feel like we're talking about her. Let's go back <laughs> and finish up our business with Anne. I don't want her to feel like she's accurate. No, I'm still posing against the shelf, and she is smitten. She is. I mean, roll a roll a, roll a charisma check to see if uh, Anne is smitten. Oh damn it! Uh, it's a d20, right? D20 as your charisma at the top. Yeah. Oh shit, six. <laughs> plus, what's your charisma? Uh, no, I rolled a three and it's plus Oh, eight. oh, unfortunately. Oh wait, charisma is plus five, sorry, so eight. Okay, so you, that's an eight total? Yeah. Yeah, it's still under 10, it's not great. So Anne's uh, sort of looking everybody up and down and you get the sense that she was probably told stories about this group and maybe prepared that they might be a little off color sometimes, so. Sorry about our red demon friend standing there. It's a strange color. We agree. Again, I don't know we're friends with him, but okay. <laughs> well, we we can get into that. Um, all right. Do you have anything else to say to Anne? No, Anne, thank you so much. Can you just write down the directions of where we can find Maeve and then we'll make our way over to her? Absolutely. So Anne goes ahead and uh, writes you uh, a map. It's really easy. Like, you know, this area, you've been here a while. The 
the new opening, the Wizard's Tower is what this bar is going to be ca called. And it's sort of at the northeast, uh, past the farmland. And you know that it's going to take you about three, three and a half hours on foot to get there. Real time? Yeah, we're going to have to sit here for three and a half hours and uh, just shoot the shit. <laughs> Yo, can Maeve come to us? <laughs> We can role play over the three and a half hours because we we're in a magical world. So is there anything else you'd like to do at the shop or anything you'd like to do before you hit the road to go see the opening of Maeve's bar? Did we find out what was on sale? Because I think we all have No, but you definitely can. If you want yeah. to take a, if you want to take a look around the shop, definitely. Let me uh tell you. Uh, all yeah, about. Kelly, I wanna roll a uh, uh hang on. I can do this. Sure. Uh, uh, investigation. Yeah, you can go ahead and roll an investigation and see what is going on in this bar. And it's a two. Okay. Wow. Not bar shop, oh, sir. This isn't no, going to yeah. go well. You, you're like hungover or or really puzzled by Anne or you're just like having a hard time. You've been in the shop before you vaguely know, regardless of your roles, what they sell here, but you're kind of finding it hard to concentrate today. Mm. Anybody else want to have a look around the shop? I just want to see Maeve, to be honest. All right, you're ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready to go see Maeve. I have some questions for Maeve, and Anne's not answering them. I, I can't help but feel like there's something we're meant to do here, at least just a pickup before we go, but I'm down to move on. Well, um, okay, let me, yeah. we, you're in a store. I will tell you that. Yeah, so does, does anybody, okay, whoever whoever has the highest perception, I say you roll a perception check to see if there's anything that stands out in particular on okay. the shelves. I, I don't have a high perception, but I will roll a perception. Yeah, go ahead. 13 plus four. Oh, that's pretty good, okay. Yo, that's the a sick perception, dude. So <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> that is actually really good. Anything that's over a plus one at level one is Tamara, my perception sucks. What's with all these shining lights I see around that one item? <laughs> I can't see shit, it's blinding me. Okay, so Demare has a look around and notices there's a shelf with a with a few vials on the shelf. You notice that there's kind of a list on the wall that has things to do that are not in the shop. Things like horses and carts that Maeve also sells through outside uh, contractors, let's say. You see a rack with a few different kinds of armor and weapons on it. And you see that there's a glass case towards the back of the shop that yeah. seems to hold the the special items. How much are horses? Investigate this glass thing. Okay, so first of all, horses, I'll let you know real quick. Uh, horse costs 50 gold pieces. I'll take one. Wait, hang on. <laughs> Wait, uh, if we like buy a one horse in a wagon or something, will that expedite the whole travel process? And yeah, we'll get in it, yeah. You would need to buy two horses to, to pull a wagon, but you could buy two horses and a cart hypothetically. Everybody has 50 gold. This is just what we started the game with, just... But the people who did win the game and got their five gold pieces and decided to keep those five gold pieces, you have 55 gold pieces. And everything here is more or less in, in gold pieces cost. It's almost as if I planned. So okay, that means let's, let's check the gold case, but let's keep that in mind. Yeah, because okay, like, yeah, if we both, yeah, we would have no money left if we all, if we did that. Do so I have more money in my magic box? <laughs> 
So let's investigate this case there. Okay. So go ahead and whoever wants to can roll an investigation check. I'll do it. I have a pretty high investigation. You can okay. do more than one if oh, you want to do it. Yeah, I don't have any. Okay. So I got 13 plus I'm pretty sure four. Is your investigation four? That's really good. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Great. So that's 17 as well. Okay. So you go ahead and you have a, a look in the case. There is a ring. It's a gold ring. And if you look very closely, you can see that there's a feather inscribed on the outside. You see that there is uh, three potions in there that are red and sparkly. You see that there's a pair of boots. They look kind of like normal, soft suede boots, but there's got to be a reason they're behind uh, glass. And that's all today that is behind the, the glass. And if you look very closely, you can actually see that the glass has a bit of a shimmer to it, which you've recognized by now means that there is a slight enchantment on the glass. So I can't break it. Is that say so I can't punch it? I mean, you can punch whatever you want, but keep in mind that Maeve's your friend. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> You can do whatever Maeve. you want. <laughs> I mean, Anne Anne surely won't put up a fight, but but can we can we use spells yet? You yeah, absolutely. Well, okay, because I feel like mine would be good to find out what Maeve's thinking right now. So if- your message spell only goes 120 feet. How um, far is Maeve? Maeve is much farther than that, a couple kilometers away. If anybody has like detect magic or something like that, you would be able to, to tell what this sparkly whatever aura is going on this glass. Shirt. As we're all looking at this glass, Anna pipes up helpfully because she's very helpful, and she says, <laughs> "Oh, I'm sure you know that we have a protective enchantment on the glass, but I'd be happy to show you anything in there that you like." <laughs> oh shit! Well, we were we were about to go ahead and punch it. I, I wouldn't advise jokingly. that. That would be, go very very poorly. Start for with the boots. All right, so uh, Benin's child, start with the boots. <laughs> and Anne says, oh, wonderful. I love those. They just came in a few weeks ago. Those are boots of elven kind. And they make you walk so quietly, nobody would ever hear you. You couldn't sneak around like crazy in those boots. Like they're elven. Do you know somebody elfin? I, I, I'm an elf. You don't even have to be enough to wear them. Anybody yeah. can wear them, and they make you extremely quiet. Nobody can hear you coming. Okay. So someone ought to get those so that we can be stealth together. I say Tamara gets them. T-Mara, no, but I'm wearing them off. No, 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 but it doesn't matter. If you wear those boots, and you're like the toughest one of us, it's you're like the most battle-hardened, so this will give you an element of surprise, and you can just spring up on somebody with an axe and, and shove it in their heads, you know? Hmm. Like you're super strong and this will make you super sneaky so you can have, we can ambush people and have a huge first attack. Boom. Just like that. These specifically oh, affect yeah. your stealth. So at, at, like, if I'm you want my to, stealth right now. Yeah. So if you look at your stealth, um, this adds a certain amount of bonuses oh, yeah. to make you more stealthy. Okay. Uh, advantage on all dexterity and stealth checks. What's everybody's stealth? Mine is minus one. Okay, so you need that for sure. (laughs) No, give it to the person with the highest, so it even buffs them even more. Okay, mine's three. Okay, mine's really good actually. Mine's two, so yeah, I say T Mare goes for him. Okay, you already have three stealth. That's really good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I already have good stealth. Oh, so someone else. That's what was. That's what I was saying. So someone else that has less stealth should bring theirs up to a level that we can be stealthy together. 
We are already processing more than lesbians ever have. Isn't it better to have more stealth? Um, okay, so how much are these boots, or, or do I just get them for free? Oh my god, do we have to pay for them? If they're really oh, the, co the cost of the boots is 1,200 gold. Uh, oh god. <laughs> Can I can they I are try magically enchanted? And as you know, magical items are very expensive and hard to come by. Can roll I charm and charisma? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll a persuasion check. <laughs> and I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna come up right against her knee and look up at her like but 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 and Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna roll, right? D20. D20, add your persuasion. 15 plus 5. Boom. <laughs> 20. That's okay, that's amazing. Okay, so Anne says, Oh, I would I'd love to help you. I really, really would. But Maeve told me that I was not allowed to give any discounts at all today, oh. but you're so convincing. If you promise, promise, promise not to tell them, I can give you. 100 gold pieces off. So it's just $1,100. No. Yeah. Pass. We Thanks, Anne. We have a stealth beast in our in our company. Okay, so. Yeah. We're super stealth already. No, pass. Would, we want to look at the gold ring. So. Abby, we're very intrigued by the ring. And Anne says, oh, yes, that, that ring is very exciting as well. It's our other really exciting magic item that we have here today. That is a ring of feather fall. And let me tell you what that ring does. When you fall wearing this, you fall very slowly and you get no damage if you hit the ground, even from falling very high. And that one only costs 900 gold pieces. And does the persuasion still last? Uh, no, you'd have to do another persuasion. D&D ah. <laughs> GM tip. Um, magic items are very expensive. Mm. And it's gonna you're going to be hard-pressed to get uh, cheap magic items. Everything else that you like, as you saw, a horse is only 50 gold pieces. Um, things like that. There's a bunch of other. But anything magical, even if you really know the person, they're going to be they're expensive and hard to find. All right, I've, I have a feeling we'll be back for the other stuff. Let's get at Let's least get one horse. Yeah, horse. Okay, so uh, a horse is 50 gold pieces, and then happily sends you to the stables down the street and says, uh, you know, give them this piece of paper, this little requisition that she signed. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. I, 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 uh, I also got a pretty high persuasion here. Yeah, okay. So uh, learning from my close personal friend uh, scrimming I do the same lean <laughs> with a leg up I, I, I'm agile sure. and also a wink alright go ahead and roll persuasion what do you say what are you asking for we want two horses for the price of one yes oh, yeah. oh, this better be a high persuasion for a two for one oh, but no that's <laughs> it is an an 11 total? An 11, no, plus four, so 15. 15's pretty good. Okay, Anne says, uh, Anne says, okay, like I said, I was not authorized to give any discounts today, but because I know you're going to the party and you're really good friends with Maeve, I can give you two horses for 80 gold pieces. 
That's final offer. That's all I can cool. do. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's okay. And and a wagon? Can we throw well, that in there? The wagon. I can't throw it in, of course. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> Um, that would be absurd, but a cart is only 15 gold pieces. Oh, yeah. many, let's do it. How let's many it. people can fit on a single horse? Uh, one person per horse, but you can put a couple people in the cart. It would cut your time in half if you have two horses in a cart to get there. What if they yeah. were like piggyback, but like the adult kind where like the kid like straddles the neck with their legs, like if they're... But why? You already fit. <laughs> on a horse. And also can hold the horns as like a steering... No, okay. I mean, I you could do that and it would look really cool and I would get you to do an acrobatics check, but um, that's entirely up to you to get on the road. So I, feel, I say we I say we pool our coins and go for it. Okay. Yeah, so horses in a wagon. That's ourselves. 95 gold pieces, please, says Anne. Okay. Uh, we divide that by four. I, I have like minus four math. I don't even need to check for that. Our fearless champions seem to have great difficulty doing basic math. It's 24. Oh, it's so close. Okay. Everybody take off 24 gold pieces from your sheet. If you can't find it right now, just make a little note <laughs> on the side, and we can deal with that later. And you have now made your first purchase as a group. You're a real adventuring squad. So um, you bring the requisition down to the stables down the street. There is a lovely orc gentleman there who gives you the horses in the cart. Thanks you very much. Because, uh, you know, we have some sort of deal with Maeve and they do a back and forth type situation and you're ready to head up. So now it's going to take you about an hour and a half or so to get to the bar. Uh, is there anything you want to do on the way? I want Grimmy to sing us a traveling song. Great. And a one and a two and a here we go on our way to meet the beautiful, wonderful Maeve. She's got a new bar and lots of drinks. We're going to have a good time, all of us thinks. Uh, we've got, I don't know what your letters are, I forget your name, but you're a big roster, monster, rock monster, and that's pretty not lame. Uh, we've got T-Mayor over there, and we've got, I have no idea, he's a demon that's scary. Hey, what's that voice in the clouds? It sounds like if I were to give it a name, it would be Stella. I don't know, that's just kind of what I thought on the spot. Here we go, best of friends, four of us. Wow, it's amazing how fast an hour and a half passes. Wow, <laughs> look, we're here. <laughs> and you are, you've arrived at the Wizard's Tower. On your way, you crossed through the town, you crossed through the farmlands, along dirt roads, and here you are at the top of the hill, and you, you're approaching this um, beautiful tower. It's not as much a tower, actually, anymore. It's just, a two, it's two floors. There's a sign out front that you can tell has some kind of enchantment on it because it says the wizard's tower in scrawling script. And next to it, there's like a flagon that's pouring like glittery brown and gold, uh, some sort of liquid from it. So it's kind of like this enchanted sign and it looks really cool. It's just, it's a stone building, two floors, um, nice big red painted double doors at the front. They're actually open right now, and you can see inside there's a bunch of um, chandeliers with candles in it, burning away. And you can go on in if you like. You never just walk into a place without knowing it's there. <laughs> I love the suspicious barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> I want Scrimmy to get on. Wait, no, I'm taller. Wait, who's the tallest? Who's the second tallest? 
Why me? Of course. You're not tall. Okay, I want to get on. I have, I have shoulders and check in the window to see if Maeve is there. Okay, if I have is putting a barbarian on their shoulders, they're going to have to do a strength check to see if they can. Okay, let's reverse it. I have to get onto my shoulders. That would probably be fine. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. So I have, <laughs> there's a wide open door, but you're going around and you're going to go check in a window. Is that what's happening? I want to just make sure Maeve's in there. Okay, so you, you go on up. I'm going to do a perception check while I'm up there. Go ahead yeah. and do a perception check. Do you want to look around the bar or into the bar? Around. Uh, right, around. Okay, so you take a look uh, like around the bar, poking around either side on Team Air shoulders for some reason. Good time. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's your perception roll? Um, so if we add my uh, perception, which is two... Yeah, two. Oof. And uh, add what I rolled, which uh, we have four. Four total. Wow. You <laughs> somehow, like, what? Actually, tell me this. What does I have's hair look like? It's, uh, it's blue. Or no. Like, is it long or? Yeah. It's. Uh... Okay. Yeah. There's a big gust of wind and this beautiful blue hair just gets in I have's eyes and like doesn't yeah, pretty much that happens and you don't right. you don't pick up anything and there's a bunch of hair in your face. Okay. Screamy Screamy hears merriment and good times inside and mm-hmm. just trundles on in. You brave trundle. as ever. That's what I would have done. I'm right behind you, little buddy. <laughs> I so our, I'm getting there. Our two little uh, folk go on in the bar and take a look around. If you both want to do a perception check, you can go ahead and take a look around the bar. If the other two of our taller uh, want to follow in, or you want to stay outside and check out, check it out some more. I think we want to stay outside. Okay. I want to I want to call out to Maeve. Can Maeve hear me? Yeah, the doors are wide open. Presumably, if they're in there. Okay, so I, I call out to Maeve. Maeve. Okay. You call out and you see from between the the red doors, a tall brown skinned elf with long ears, blue black hair and sort of like a mohawk that's braided down their back. Um, They're dressed in sort of a a high low green vest with uh, leather pants and brown suede boots to their knees. These amazing suede and leather gauntlets. They look really great. They look dressed for a party, like a boss. Yeah. They say, ah, hello. Welcome. You are early, but uh, come on in. Uh, welcome. We are just starting to t- top the kegs now. Uh, come on in. Get a drink if you like. Okay. Yay! With the beer, I'm going to come in. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. So everyone goes inside? Yes? Yes. Yes. Everyone comes inside and the bar looks spit polish clean. It looks beautiful. There's uh, six, let's say, taps behind the bar. There's a bunch of sort of picnic style tables and then uh, red booths along the wall. Maeve is sort of just like picking at things, polishing the bar. And you see behind the bar another half elf, actually. Tall, also for an elf. They have let's say short brown hair, green, emerald green eyes, and they, they're just testing the kegs and pouring some pints. That's all you see at the moment. What time is it? So at this point, you're, you actually made really good time. It's around noon, let's say. 
Okay. Is there a stage? There is a stage. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. No musicians cool. yet. Maeve did tell you that the sort of opening was happening around 3 p.m. So you've mm-hmm. got a couple hours to just hang out with Maeve if you like, have some drinks, explore the bar. If there's anything you'd like to do. How many patrons are in there? Right now, do just we... Maeve and this other elf who you half elf who you've never met oh. in the bar. Okay, I want to find out a little bit more about this elf. Okay, so you, you friends, right? Yeah, well, you don't know, but it looks, as far as you can tell, as somebody who's working at the bar, you've never met this person. You don't know anything about them, but you can definitely go up and chat with them. Okay, yeah, so what is that, an investigation thing? Well, you just, uh, what do you want to do, first of all? You just want to talk to um, them, or do you want to suss them out, or what do you want to do? I want to know... Yeah, I kind of just want to get some information about them. You well, them or do you want to ask Maeve? Mate, no. Well, you want you want me to go in with my charisma and try no. and <laughs> stop, softly? I won't flirt with them. I promise. I'm just, yeah, you will. It'll, it'll yeah. be it'll be information gathering purely. I'll go in and I'll say, uh, "What ho, ye yon bartender? What what is your name?" Oh. And yeah, and. And what, what else? What else? What else? What else do you want? And what the backstory is? So do What's it. your deal? Yeah, we've got plenty of time. We got here early because I don't know if you checked out the window. We got some kick-ass horses in that wagon out there. Uh, I noticed. I noticed those horses. Those are very nice horses. Did you get those uh, from Maeve's store? From uh, their buddy uh, Joe? And <laughs> but at a discounted price. Don't tell me. Oh, Don't no. Give away all of our secrets. What do you mean everyone that? But I did this with my finger. So, so, I know. Does he have to do a persuasion for that? Like, we don't trust the stranger. I trust, okay, I, pers- I persuade this stranger never to speak of this ever again. Okay, sure, go ahead and roll persuasion check. <laughs> okay. 12 plus 5. Yes. Oh, okay. Right. Okay, so this uh, half-elf <laughs> this half-elf gentleman says, no problem, no problem. It's opening day, I'm sure. I'm sure Maeve will understand. It's fine. Your secret's safe with me. Uh, I'm Sven, by the way. Oh, Sven. Tell us more. Well, uh, I'm actually uh, Maeve's cousin, and uh-huh. uh, they invited me up to help with the bar, because I, I used to run like a bar in uh, Stillwater, and uh, you know, I thought it'd be nice to come and help them open this up, you know, like help with the kegs and whatnot. So pretty excited about it, you know. How's the bar in Stillwater going? Oh, it's fine. I mean, it's it's pretty big. It's run by a couple dozen people. So I was able to take a week off vacation. I've heard very little about Stillwater. What can you tell us about the town? <laughs> well, you know, Stillwater is, is about... Uh, Three days by horseback, and uh, you go north, a little bit west, it's behind the mountain, you know? Um, I want to look around the bar and see if there's anything that we should be looking for. Sure. You go ahead and have a look around the bar. Do a perception check. Okay. Is it because uh, Sven bored you to death? <laughs> uh, 18 plus 4. Is that possible? You rolled an 18 plus four. That's amazing. Okay. You roll a 22, which is awesome. So you have a you have a good look around the bar and you start looking around. And towards the back, behind the actual bar, there's a door. And you hear voices and a little bit of a coming from the stairs. 
like, de- like down a- the, through the door. Like it sounds like it's coming from below. Like a violent. No, it sounds like hammering or something. Hammering. Yeah. I want to investigate that. Okay. So you go to the door and you listen in. How far do you want to go? Yeah, I want to listen to see if I... Is it under the floor or is it like behind the door? So there's a, a closed door like behind the bar and it's closed. And you assume that this sound, it sounds like because you rolled a really good perception check, it sounds like the sound is coming from below. Like there's some stairs and it's coming from down behind the door. Is the door locked? You can check the door. Roll an investigation check. Okay. Two. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Let's be honest. The door is not locked. If you turn around. Down, I barge in. You barge in. So you, I thought you I was barge in. You barge down the stairs and Maeve comes running up behind you. Uh, hello, what are you? It's just the workers are down there. They are uh, making a bigger keg room. You can go if you want, but it's just uh, the basement. I mean, I can bring you down. You want to go look at the basement? Yes, yeah. Take us down, Mary. You start walking down the stairs, and it's just sort of like wood plank stairs. And you're walking down, you're walking down, and it's pretty dark down there, but there's a few torches. And all of a sudden, there are two humans, a woman and a man, who come running past you. They almost knock you over on the stairs. They're running past. They're like, rats, rats. Oh, my God, they're huge. They're huge. They're huge. Oh, my God. Don't go down there. Don't go down there. Maeve, what the? And I think that's where we need to take a break. You know what I miss most about life before the pandemic? Sitting around a table with my friends in a replica of the bar from The Shining, eating a dungeon burger, and getting drunk on Romulan ale. What the fuck am I talking about? Stormcrow Manor, of course. Toronto's geekiest bar, Stormcrow Manor, opened in late 2018 in an elegant Church Street mansion. It includes a sanity-shattering array of theme rooms, secret doors, catacombs, cyberpunk bars, glowing bubbly cocktails, and randomly generated burgers. Of course, we can't go there right now, but almost as cool as dining in at the manor, Stormcrow will be soon offering cosplay delivery. That's right, you could get your death burger delivered by Spider-Man, Captain Kirk, or that busty anime person you really like. How hot is that? They're currently offering 10% off on all takeout orders and free delivery on Uber Eats. Also, have you tried their death burger? And we're back. So, once we're, we're missing our tiefling, but there they are. Okay. <laughs> so, when last we left, uh, who stormed in? That was I have, right? Yeah. yeah. Stormed in, despite Maeve saying, What are you doing? And two workers in, in overalls, basically, storm past you, elbow you out of the way in, in utmost fear, run by, screaming something about giant rats. So here you are. There's, let's say, 10 stairs, 10 wooden plank stairs going down into a basement. It's dark down there. You don't see anything. The workers ran past carrying their torches. Actually, I have, who has dark vision? I know for sure the tiefling does. I think possibly half elf. Yeah, I feel like Check you might. Um, I I have bardic inspiration. You do, but that Just, doesn't mean dark okay, vision. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so Tmare has dark vision. <laughs> Let's see if Benin has dark vision. Nope. So all uh, if Benin's coming close, all they see is darkness. 
Scrimmy as a halfling, I don't believe you have dark vision. You very, you do not. So our two small friends can't see anything into the basement, but our uh, half elf and tiefling can see that it's basically a concrete floor, like a basement floor. There's a couple of crates and a couple beer kegs down there. That's all you see from the stairway. Who Who's at the stairs and what are you doing? Can I cast a spell? You can. I'm gonna cast- uh, Keep in mind, you know how many spell slots you have, right? And how many you can use in a day? Yes, but okay. just for the audience at home, let's review that. Okay, so let's <laughs> do, but just so everybody else knows. Okay, so in the case of you, you are a tiefling wizard. So wizards have a lot of spells. You actually have four spells that you can use as many times as you want. Acid Splash, Chill Touch, Dancing Lights, and Thaumaturgy. We can go into those, what they do as they come up. Uh, you can use those on your turn anytime. Then you have three first level spells that you, as a wizard, can use two times. So you can use any of those three spells, but only two times. So you can use the same spell twice or two different spells once each, but that's all you have in a day because we're all level one characters. We're new adventurers. Um, now. Yeah, go ahead. Um, is, is it my turn? Can I? Yeah, go ahead. So uh, I will say, you're right now we're still in like free form role play as soon as i say the phrase roll for initiative that means you're in a battle and we're gonna have to move to turn-based things so we're gonna go in a certain order for now you can you just play play as you like does anybody have any kind of spell that they can cast light because it's all super dark and shit? Cast dancing lights go ahead oh nice sorry well i have go goes ahead and would you like to say what that looks like uh, dancing lights. You create up to four torch-sized lights within range, making them appear as torches, lanterns, or glowing orbs. Uh, ooh, okay. Ha! Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go with glowing orbs. Wonderful. So you have four glowing orbs. What color are they? Blue. Okay, so there's there's a, a nice, soft blue light now in the room. So now everybody <laughs> can see into this basement. There are... Should we wait for Baney? There, okay. Okay. (laughs) So you're all looking into this soft blue light lit basement room. Can we, uh, Alice, can we go ahead and bring up the map? Ah, cool. (laughs) So you can see sort of six kegs on the ground. You can see four crates and there are a, a big computer screen in front of you. There you go. So that's what it looks like. So you see a, this is a concrete floor. Those are stairs. On either side are wooden crates. And as you can see, there are six kegs. They're just beer kegs, they appear. And then, so these uh, at the bottom here represent your characters. So this purple one, let me, I forget which how I color coded them. Let me double check so I do this right. Okay, Scrimmy's the green one. Yes. You have, I have is the red one. Benin is the blue one. And Emer is the purple one. So you can tell me where you want to go and what you want to do. Right now, let's say you're all just kind of doing the, the like heads in the doorway thing, looking down just because that's a cute visual and y'all are doing that. And what do you want to do? I'm thinking I kind of want to inspire T-Mare because they are the toughest of us all. They're going to be the one going in there. Not to the, I'm not sacrificing you. I know you're the tough one and you can take it and you're our big, big attack. 
Uh, yeah. I, there's no rats though, right? Are, are there rats? You don't see anything yet. Right now you just see an empty room. Can so, I can I can I do an investigation check before I go in? Yeah, good call. You definitely can go ahead and roll an investigation check. Eighteen. Yes. Okay, wait, 18 total or 18 plus? No, wait, 18. Yeah, no, 18 in total. <laughs> 18 total is still really good. So you can see well into the room and you can go ahead and see. They're on the floor. Uh, there's a bunch of rubble. It looks like they were trying to essentially extend this room and you see a pickaxe that they left on the floor. Um, that's all you see right now. Can I have extend those lights to the back of the room or are they fixed right now? Uh, I have has control of the lights, but you can uh, definitely ask them to do that. So, yeah, they're in the back of the room. The lights extend and so that's the back of the room. There's essentially a hole in the wall that looks like the workers were trying to, you know, extend the basement. And then there's the, a wall, basically it's it's a old stone, wall that you're not getting through except with a lot of work but these workers clearly have been trying to do this for a while probably Maeve hired them you didn't have a lot of, to say to Maeve today so here you are is Maeve still with us on the stairs yeah Maeve's like uh just behind you but now they're kind of like oh they look worried because they just had some workers down there and uh but you can definitely talk to them Maeve, love you to death, babe, but who does Renos on the opening day of a, of a pub? Well, I, I know, I understand. I, they were supposed to be finished at three o'clock. I was trying to maximize. I'm just trying to open the basement and have uh, bigger kitchens and things down here. Uh, but I don't know. That's, do you want to, would you Would you mind going down and checking it out for me? I, I'm worried. Yeah, did you hear about the rats though, Maeve? I'm not that crazy. I just, I just heard that. I didn't know. I don't know. It's just a basement. Why? But if you go down there and help me out, maybe we can. I can pay you money, or I would. But I would really appreciate your help. I heard money. Okay. Well, uh, 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 and you can tell that they're like nervous. They don't know your friends. They don't know what's appropriate to offer you in terms of money. They say, I, I promise I will make it up to you and to uh, come back, uh, but I would really like to open at three o'clock and it's only a few hours from now. Here, here I have something from my And they run back, they run behind the bar and they, they bring over to you two potion bottles. They're glittery red potions and hold them out to whoever wants to grab them. And you know from experience that these are healing potions. Oh, uh, yeah, that's cool. I should take the healing potions. Got yeah, it. someone else you, that's not, you should take it. Yeah, uh, you take one and I take one. Okay. I feel like. Great. Yeah. So yes. note down that Scrimmy and Benin, you each have a regular healing potion. So that's, uh, we can talk about what that is, but basically it's uh, 2d4 plus one, I believe, healing. So if anybody looks like they're, they're hurting, you can feed them or you can take this healing potion. Let me double check. Okay, actually, on second thought, I have a couple of healing spells, so maybe we should just give the potions to the others in case I can't get to them to heal them in time. Sure, whatever you want to do. I mean, I heal pretty quickly, so I don't really need that. So it's going to be... Well, you don't heal quickly, but you're tough. So if you do get hurt, you can't just heal that, you know? I want one. 
Yeah, if if you get hurt and neither neither uh, Bayneen or I are around, you might you might as well have it in your back pocket. Yeah, I want it. Okay. Okay. So Timer has one, and who has the other one? Me. Okay, and Benin has one. So just keep note that you each have a, a basic healing potion should things go arrive. And Mace says, I promise I will give you a discount. How about a uh, 25 discount percent discount at the store uh, for the next two weeks? Yes. Wish you called when we were buying these horses, Maeve, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know you were going to the store this morning. I told you come to the bar. Anyways, will you go? I'm scared that this is a problem in my bar. I think that's fair. Okay. Yeah. So you've got you've got 25% off at Maeve's Mini Marvels for the next two weeks. Um, and do you want to enter the basement? Wait, what's, what does Insight do? What is that? Uh, insight is, is seeing if like a person is lying to you or they have something to hide or get a sense of yeah. their feels. Do you want, want Insight, that. Maeve? Yeah. Okay, go ahead and roll inside. Do roll a d20 and add your Jesus, insight. you don't trust anyone. 15. Oh, wait, total? wait, plus insight. 17. 17's great. You, Maeve doesn't appear to be hiding anything at all. You have <laughs> friends with them. They are worried about their investment at this point and trust you as uh, known friends and adventurers to hopefully help them out. In a, all right, well, let's get in there and let's help our friend. Yeah. Okay, so I'll, I guess I'll go in first and because like, it's like there's some, we can't get through. We have to like, there's a wall that we can't get through. Yeah, you can go down the stairs. First of all, the hole in the wall appears to be about four feet by three feet. So everybody can get through. It's going to be a bit of a crawl, but you can get through if you want to. But right now you're at the top of the stairs. So you might want to start by just going down the stairs. Okay, we start very stealthily going down the stairs. Okay, roll a stealth check. Okay. If everybody's going down the stairs and trying to be quiet about it, then everybody can roll a stealth check. Sick. 21 um, total for me. Nice. I got, okay, Are so. we all doing a stealth? Yeah, if you're going down the stairs and you want to try and do it quietly, okay. you can roll a stealth check. Now I'm a minus one. So. I, have, I have 11 in total. Okay. All right, I'm unfortunately going to be making a lot of noise because I'm a I just rolled eight and I am a minus one, so seven. Okay, so everyone goes down the stairs and there's unfortunately a bit of a clink clank from people's (laughs) weapons and things and you all get down the stairs and you hear... That's Russ, guys! Bunch of scrimpy scraping. And all of a sudden through the door comes a giant rat. This rat is the size of a poodle. It is uh, not kidding. It is probably up to Scrimmy and Benin's knees. And it ca- it comes out with almost like fang, like two front teeth that are so long it looks like fangs. And it's gross. It's just a huge, scary rat. So what we're going to do now is roll for initiative. So, yeah, you said the thing. <laughs> what you're going to do is roll a d20. And at the top of your character sheet, there's a number that says initiative. Uh, is you can it? add that to it. So at the top, sort of middle. Okay. Next to your armor class. Yeah. Is it too late to cast Bardic Inspiration? You can do it on your turn. Yes. As soon okay. as the roll for initiative words are spoken, we're going into initiative. Okay. So just uh, give me your numbers. Nineteen. Uh, so, yeah. oh, I have ten. Nineteen. Sorry, was that Benin who said ten? 
I said ten. Yes. Yeah. Me. Great. Okay. Great. Who else? I have twenty. Like oh, I amazing. Typical barbarian. Total okay. seventeen for Scrimmy. Okay. So that's our initiative order. Let me roll for the rat. Oh, we're good. Uh, okay. Oh, we're gonna take this thing out so easy. Okay, so Team Air, you're up first. What do you want to do? This rat's in front of you. So just so you know, the squares on the floor equal about five feet. Um, everybody has a certain amount of speed, so keep a note on that. It shouldn't be a problem in here, um, but you can't run, you know, 100 feet. You can only do within your speed, usually between 20 and 30 feet. You get on your turn, uh, your movement up to 30 feet or whatever it is for you, one mm -hmm. action and one bonus action. So you can wow. look on your sheet and see what each of those is, but an action is generally an attack or casting yeah. a spell. A bonus action depends, for some of you have spells that are bonus actions. So take a look on your sheet and make sure you kind of know the difference and you can just ask me if you want, if you're confused. You can kind of tell me what you want to do and I'll let you know what's what, but keep in mind you get a movement, a bonus action and a regular action. So what? Team Air, you've got this giant rat in front of you, your friends with you, what do you want to do? Okay, so if I use my great sword, I only have five feet, and this is how many feet away from me? So the rat right now is about, let's see, which one are you, the purple one? About 10 feet from you. So you can definitely like move up if you want to. Yeah, I want to move up five feet. Okay, you move up, you're right in front of this giant rat that's like snipping at you a little bit. Okay, so I can stab it in the eye now? You can definitely. You want to swing at it with your great axe? Go, yes. Go. Yeah, so go yeah. First attack and first roll. That's amazing. Okay. <laughs> so you're going to go and check out your great axe uh, and just see what you add. So if you, it says a plus four to hit. So you're going to roll a d20 and okay. add four to see if you hit this rat that's 11. Does it 11 hit? Unfortunately, this rat is a quick one. It somehow managed to just skitter out of the way and you miss it. No. no, no, but you are a barbarian, so you can have a second attack. Oh. Nobody else can do that. That's a barbarian special thing because you all have spells and things. A barbarian just hits stuff. Get in there. <laughs> so I can have a second attack. So yeah. now, now it's past me. Or do I know where it is? No, it's, it's still in front of you. It just kind of like just managed to dive out of the way of your swinging axe. Even though it's large for a rat, it's sm small for an enemy you normally try and hit. So you just you just missed it. So you can go ahead and try again. Okay, I'm gonna try again. So I get to roll again. Yeah. Twenty. Yes. A natural twenty. That's amazing. Okay. <laughs> yes. So that's called a critical hit. So you smash the heck out of this rat. We're just gonna. F Pretty sure you're gonna kill this rat, but let's go ahead and check it out. Your damage <laughs> on your great axe is two d6 plus two. So go ahead and roll a d6 twice. Okay, d6. Um, okay, that's this one, two, three. The regular like square, the cube. The one you would use if you're gambling or whatever. Yeah. Oh, this one. Yeah, okay. yeah regular, yeah. regular dice. Roll that um, twice, add it together. Roll it twice. Yeah. Three. Okay. 
Five. Okay, so that's eight points of damage. Plus, you get to double that because you rolled a natural 20. Woo-hoo. So that's 16 points of damage. Plus your modifier is a two. As you'll see on your sheet, your your damage is 2d6 plus two. You don't double the modifiers, but you double the die rolls when you roll an actual 20. So that's a total of 20 points. This rat is the deadest rat that ever deaded. It is no longer, it basically never existed. It's, uh, it's rat soup at this point. Um, well done. <laughs> you Dude. killed your first enemy on one shot. So excellent. <laughs> but all this noise, uh, there's a lot of noise going on here. And out from the hole comes oh, three no. more giant rats. What the damn hell? Ah, and we'll move on in the initiative. Wall. Up next is I have. Yeah. That was okay. still super sick. Can we take a second to say that Team Air got so pissed that she missed her first shot that she obliterated the fucking rat on the second one? Yeah. <laughs> and I will give you a hint. You, well, let's say it's still your turn, technically. You can use your bonus action to rage. Ooh. Get it. You're angry. So for future turns, You'll be raging as a barbarian, which gives you extra stuff. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you in advance. I'm gonna cast inspiration on you, and you're gonna be super inspired and super totally stacked as fuck. Buffed up. Okay. <laughs> so, so you can definitely do that on your turn. But for now, uh, so let's say, Team Mary, did you want to rage? Go rage. Get angry. Yeah, I want to okay. rage. <laughs> so you're raging. Uh, you only get to do that twice per long rest, but it does last for 10 rounds, which is a really long time. So just keep in mind, you're raging for now for 10 rounds, a minute, but I should let you know that a minute is a really long time when it comes to battles, because each round, each time where everybody goes is six seconds of real time, supposedly. So really everybody's acting at once. So imagine that Team Air just like hacked at this rat twice, Right, technically that's no time at all. So try and envision that as we're going along that like everybody going is about six sec- six seconds in time. So one minute is yeah. 10 times of everybody going. So time is different when we get into battle. So keep that in mind. And I have, what do you want to do? <clears throat> okay, yeah, I got uh-huh. it. I'm gonna cast another spell. I'm gonna cast Acid Splash mm. at the two closest ones. Okay. Mwah. Do you want to move at all or do you want to stay where you are? Do I want, I guess? Well, let's see here. Acid Splash has a range of 60 feet. So yeah, you're yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, but cool. the rats have to be within five feet of each other, which those two are this guy and this guy. So yeah, no problem. You can cast Acid Splash on the two of them. So you're going to- Yeah, burn baby burn succeed on a dexterity saving throw. So your spell save DC, do you know this? No. Okay, so your spell save DC, just keep it in mind, is 12. Okay. So the rat, ha- the rats, actually two of them, have to try and dive out of the way because they start seeing this like splash of acid coming from your hands. What does it look like when you cast something? My horns start blowing bright blue and then I just like wave my hands and then it just happens. Amazing. 
So acid splashes out of your waving hands towards these two rats. Uh, one of them, the let's say this one, the gray one here, is able to just dive barely out of the way. But this one definitely gets hit. It gets the brunt of that acid splash. So let's look at the damage here. So takes 1d6 acid damage. So this is just a cantrip. It's a pretty uh, simple uh, spell, but it's still good to so roll a d6. And that's how much damage this rat will take. Yeah, three. Three, okay. So uh, you, you hit it, it hurts. It looks like the poor little, it's not a little rat, giant's rat's fur is like simmering a little bit with the acid, but it's still alive. No. So oh, we still worry. got three rats here on the uh, in the basement there with you, and actually it's the rat's turn now. So this brown rat is going to come over here to Timur. Uh, I can't sit it right there, but let's say it's right next to you, and it's going to go ahead and try and bite at your ankles with these ah. like gross, pointy rat teeth. So I'm going to roll an attack on a bite here. It's a on plus me? four to hit. Yeah. So that hits you. It bites through, if you can believe it, your boots and bites your ankle. And it is uh, D4 plus two damage. Ooh, that's a four. So you take six damage. You are bleeding from your ankles. I thought I was angry. No. You're still angry. Uh, let's double check rage. I don't think it does anything to defense. I think it does. You gain advantage on strength checks and saving throws. You get extra damage with weapons, but that's it. So, yeah, you are down six points. So okay. record that. Uh, what's I, your What's your HP, Team Air? Sorry, twelve. Twelve. I already I already fixed it in the actual sheet. Okay. Perfect. Okay. You're still pretty beefy. That's good. Wait, what did I say? Well, how many points did I say six? Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, from twelve is. Okay, so you're bleeding from the ankles. It's not feeling great. These rats are pretty rough. So this other rat here is going to go straight in front because they're not that smart and give a little bite to Benin. And because this rat is so big, it can actually reach Benin's knees. And you get a little rat biting at your knees. I'm going to go ahead and roll to hit. Oh, that's a 19 plus four. So that's a 23. I assume a 23 hits you. Okay, this in the knee. So this rat just you. Can I kill it? You can on your turn. You can on your turn, but right now it's the rat's turn and it hit you. Yeah, and it does the rat get a turn. Because that's how D D works. (laughs) They ambushed us. Timir killed killed their best bud. Rats got magic bugs. (laughs) Timir killed their Maeve, and they're really upset about it. Honestly, oh, um, so rat number two here uh, takes six points of damage out of Benin's poor knee. That's, that's going to leave a scar. So Benin, you are down six points. Six. Okay. Ooh, you have one hit point left before being unconscious. What? Yeah. These what can I do? Can't I throw some kind of a spell? Can't I have a war hammer? Why am I not using it? Because it's not your turn. It'll be your turn oh. in next. Uh, nope, Screamy's next. No, wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna come heal you. Yep. Yeah, but yeah. hold on. There are uh 
Wait, that rat and that rat. One more rat left here. Come oh, no. straight ahead, oh, Scrimmy. Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. This rat is gonna go ahead and take a chunk out of your knee. Oh, no, Ooh, no, no. oh, that's a four plus four. That's an eight. Does an eight hit you? I'm armor class 13, right? So it- Yeah, so you managed to just scoot your quick little bardic body out of the way and that rat misses you. So you My little Winnie the Pooh shaped body. So nimble, so dexterous, so athletic. <laughs> and that being said, Scrimmy, you're up. What do you want to do? Okay. Um, I know Bainine really desperately needs health. America. I mean, my help. I need help with my knees. Yeah, I got you. Um, I can either cast a stronger healing spell by getting to you, or but I can I cast... But I have a potion! But it's not my turn! I can't do anything! Um, Stella, do potions count as, like, an action or something? Potions are a bonus action, so you can still... You can drink your potion and still have an action. Okay. Uh, team, what do you think? Would it be a waste of my turn if I went oh, and healed, just and healed you? Healed me? No. Healed, healed Bainine. Oh. And then cast Inspiration for Team Air so that she can go out and fuck everybody up. Do it. Team Air, I got my, I got, I got my magic thingy. I got my little potion. I'm good. Yeah, because I can also I attack. I can attack these fools. I have nunchuck. <laughs> they would die. But they I might. don't need Team Air, Hulk out, and go postal, so... Team I Air! Inspiration Team Air. Team Air. I just want to point out that I'm the only person that's actually killed a rat, so maybe... Yeah, so- okay, <laughs> look. This is what I'm gonna, this is what I'm gonna do. Uh, Stella, this one, which of these rats has the acid on them? It's the uh, one that attacked Bainine, right? Let me just double check. Uh, the, the one that's, yeah, right in front of Bainine. Okay, perfect. Um, perfect. Uh, I'm going to cast Vicious Mockery on this stupid-ass rat. What do I do when life hands me lemons? I say, no thank you. I'm a boss bitch who loves to get shit done. Don't worry about what Beyonce's grandma told you. Throw those damn lemons out and come on down to Make Lemonade. Make Lemonade is more than a co-working space. It's a community of women working hard to turn their goals into reality. The saying goes, empowered women, empower women. Sign up on their website to book a test run or book a desk or meeting room. Make Lemonade is also offering a progressive virtual membership with a bunch of resources and tools to help you get shit done from home. I use Make Lemonade when I need to get out of the house and hustle hard. It's a great place to make connections with other ambitious entrepreneurs and business owners And their weekly virtual work sprints over Zoom literally kept me sane in the first few months of the pandemic. Best of all, they have free coffee and, of course, lemonade. So you don't need to waste your time squishing citrus, trying to make the best out of a sour-ass fruit. Join Make Lemonade. I'm going to cast Vicious Mockery on this stupid-ass rat. Okay, let me just double check something, because I think that Vicious Mockery only works on humanoids that can understand uh, you viciously <laughs> mocking them. <laughs> no! Because it's a rat, you on, know? On a, at a creature, it doesn't matter. That's why Mockery does creature. Work. Okay, okay. All right, yeah, you I, got, I got, apparently I have you can mock a rat. Great. I have these windows open, all right? <laughs> so I love that, okay. So uh, I cast vicious mockery, Great. and I and I mock the shit out of this rat. My mm-hmm. eyes kind of roll back into my head, and I'm like, 
yo, stupid ass rat, you're covered in acid. What the fuck are you doing with your life? Look at your, look at the shape of you, dog. Yo, your friends came in, they was all clean. Now you got all this acid. Yo, you let your friend die and then you rushed in last minute, you stupid ass rat. What a stupid ass acid covered rat this is. You know what I'm saying? And then I look at my teammates and I'm like, yo, you know what I'm saying though? So guys, you got my back though, right? Stupid ass rat. So the rat just rolled uh, a wisdom saving throw <laughs> and uh, rolled a 15. <laughs> so unfortunately, uh, their stalwart will uh, doesn't give shit about your mocking. How is the rat going to die? This is a rat covered in acid. What the hell is it still standing? It's a it's a stalwart rat. And it's a rat that's, you know, about 40 pounds. Like, it's not playing around. It I just mocked Scott and I were new friends. I just mocked <laughs> the wisest rat in the basement. It somehow rolled, yeah, I rolled a natural 15. It has zero wisdom modifier. But I rolled a 15, so unfortunately, this rat has withstood your vicious mockery. Right. Uh, that's a cantrip, though, right? So you're fine. You don't have to mark off a spell slot, right? Nope. Yeah, no, you're fine. Um, Good. So that's your action. Do you want to do a bonus action of any kind? You can yeah, so, feed somebody a spell, or you can feed somebody a, a potion, or some of your spells, I think, are bonus actions. So double check that. Some of my spells are bonus actions? Yeah. Uh, where would it say? In where notes it says or something? time. One action, maybe not yours. Nope, I take it back. It's the wizard. Time? No. Okay. Um, I am gonna do what I plan to do, and I'm gonna cast Bardic Inspiration on T Mare. Perfect. Okay. So T Mare, you get a D6. Hang on okay. to it, or just like take a note, and you can add that to any check or attack in the future. So if you decide to attack and you roll like not great, you can say I'm gonna use my inspiration, and you can add whatever you roll on that D6 to it. So just hang on to that, and we'll we'll try and remind you. And Scrimmy should try and remind you that you have inspiration I, as well. I'm putting it into my notes so that I I never yeah. forget. You have it for ten minutes though, which lasts a lot. Like I said, in D and D time, it's a very long time because keeping in mind that we've only been in this basement for probably thirty seconds. Is it long enough for me to have been bitten mm -hmm. and weakened, yep. and there will be mockery? Yep. Uh, <laughs> so <now>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all that happened. Uh, while that rat was nibbling on your leg, I was yeah. like, stupid ass rat, what you doing over there nibbling on a leg? Yeah. yeah, so you know, like, we're all like expanding our imagination here. Okay, so uh, Benin, with your, oh, yeah. little in, your really low initiative, unfortunately, you're last, but it's come to you. Okay. You can take an action, a bonus action, and move. Great. Or any so combination. Ow! 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 I'm in so much pain. And then can I take my warhammer and kill it? Yes, you definitely can. So you go ahead and swing your warhammer. Let's see here what uh, that does. So roll, roll a d20 and add your warhammer is a plus one. Ah shit! Two. You rolled a two. Oh no! Oh no! Unfortunately, you are your knee is throwing you right off. You're practically falling over, and even lifting your warhammer is right. really so hard right now. 
Can I take my potion? You definitely can. As a bonus action, you take your right. healing potion. So blood, roll, blood, blood. Oh. roll a d4 and add two, and that's how much you heal. So the little pyramid dice. All right. Can I just say that I'm giving Maeve a huge side eye right now? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I have three. I rolled three. Okay. So you get four total uh, health because, uh, mm, wait, plus two. Uh, you get five total, sorry. Okay. Yeah, so you heal five, so add that back to your hit points. And then we're back at the top of the initiative. So we're back to Team Air. <laughs> get get in there. <laughs> Am I still angry? You are raging. So okay. <laughs> your your bonuses to raging will, will come into effect here. Let's see here. Uh, let's double check your rage. So you get advantage on strength checks and saving throws, and you get extra damage, plus two damage. So if you hit the rat, it gets two extra points of damage. You probably don't need if you hit it because your axe is strong as hell to begin with, but let's see. I can only hit one rat at a time? Yeah. Okay, and you so can, yeah, hit one, see what happens. Then if it does, you can hit the other one. Okay, I'm gonna hit the one closest to Bingin, right? Yep, this one right here. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So go Go ahead and swing. I'm rolling a six, is that what it is? You roll, no, roll a d20 first to see if you hit it. Okay. 12 plus. Uh, Plus four, yeah, that definitely hits. Rats don't have much armor, so you definitely hit it. Go ahead and and, uh, roll damage, so it's 2d6. Four. Six. And then you actually get to add two and add two again. So that's 14 total points of damage. You have made some more rat soup here. There is a giant rat that is not okay. There's another smash rat. I love the idea. I love the idea that the rest of us are all just fumbling around and Team Air is going from rat to rat, just squishing them with a fucking hammer. Eating ankle. (laughs) Yeah. We're all like, ah. (laughs) You're just jumping from rat to rat. Uh, And you have another attack because you're a uh, amazing barbarian. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna attack closest to. Like this, this crazy. Oh wait, no, it's, far, it's too far. I'm gonna get this one over here, the one above it. Yeah. So yeah, no problem. Yeah. Go ahead and uh, okay. roll a d20. Add four, I think it is. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, that yeah. hits. Yeah, rats again. Not that tough. You can smash it. Oops. Uh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead and roll damage. Two d6 plus two plus two. One. Oof. Oh. Five. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that's six. Plus two, plus two. Yeah, again, this rat is demolished. You are now known as the Rat Queen. And uh, that's it. Uh, So do you want to move or uh, perform a bonus action? Uh, What can my bonus actions be again? Yours, I don't think you have much. Let's double check. You're already raging. Rage. You can't really do anything else. You can drink a potion, which you don't need to do. Yeah. <laughs> you can feed a potion to somebody. If you want to move to somebody and feed them a potion, you can do that. Uh, do you, ha- wait, you didn't take one of the healing potions or did you? No. Okay, then there's, you don't- really No, 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 I did, I did take a healing potion, but I don't need it. But is there, is there anyone that does need it? Uh, Benina's still down a few points, but they're okay. They're up now, but it's up to you. Can I try to kill this other rat or is that someone else's job? No, it's somebody else's no, turn no. now. You're down yeah. with two attacks. I think we're uh, really good. 
Oh wait. Okay. Yeah. I know. You're 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 gonna be fine, Minnie. <laughs> <laughs> these rats are dumb. It's gonna attack me because I'm right there. So. Yeah, these rats are not intelligent. I will give you that. They are just rats. They're big, big rats. But yeah, uh, I have. You're up. I'm gonna take my dagger and I'm gonna give this gray one the old stabby stab. Stabby stab. So you're gonna move over to it, I presume. I I would have to. Yes. Yeah. So let's say you're like right next to her right there, uh, mm-hmm. and you give her the old stab. Go ahead yeah. and roll a d20 and add your. Uh, what do you have? You have a spear. A uh, dagger. A dagger. A dagger, dagger. Dagger. So yeah, add a plus three to that. All right, we got an eight. Plus three is eleven. Oh, you somehow managed to miss this tiny little oh. rat. Oh, it's not a tiny little rat, though. It's about the size of Dumbledore. You it's are the biggest apparently rat. more focused on uh, casting spells than you are training with your daggers today, unfortunately. Oh. Oh, wow. Wow. Take away my lights from this room if no one wants my spell. <laughs> well, slow down there, cowboy. <laughs> Unfortunately, you've missed the rat this time with an 11, but you can do a bonus action if you have anything that you want to do, or uh, and you can move. I would move off of the rat. That's not a good look right there. Okay, my bonus actions does two weapon fighting, but I don't know what they mean. Is what? Two handed fighting? Oh yeah, you just you just are able to wield two weapons, but it's not actually like an action. Well you can yeah, just like use your use your dagger one turn and use your crossbow the next turn instead of using an action to switch we- weapons that most people need to do. Can I use my bonus action to go over by Baneen and give him a supportive pat on the back and be like, it's gonna be alright, buddy. Absolutely, you can right. do that. So you go on over, give a comforting pat. Oh, hello! <laughs> I wish you'd gotten that rat! Stabbing! So that's I have stir and Scrimmy. Yep. Okay, what's everybody's health at? Just out of curiosity. 14. Uh, health. What's that? Your HP, your hit points. Oh, that's not great. I'm at six. Oh, you're at six? Okay. I say I'm, okay, I'm probably gonna go over it and I feel like healing Team Air so that we can all group together and finish this fucking rat and <laughs> take less casualties would make more sense than me just attacking it because I, I'm a shitty attacker. Yep, so, so you're gonna move over to Team Air? So yeah, I move over to Team Air yeah. and I use Cure Wounds as like the close up one, right? Yeah, touch. Uh, Okay, yeah. So I'm going to use Cure Wound. All right, using one of your two spell slots. So you get to roll a d8 plus your spell casting modifier, which is three. So a d8 plus three. Wait, let me double check. Hang on, hang on. Uh, Team Air, yo, uh, what's your maximum HP? You're at six and your max is what? Twelve. Keep in mind that like I also have like a healing thing. Yeah, you know what? In that case, I'm gonna use healing. No, 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 no. Since I'm right beside you, yeah. Okay, cure wounds. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Ah, oh, I feel like healing word would make way way more sense. No, whatever. Okay, cure cure wounds. I still have two healing spells. Okay. Okay. 
Oh, so you, crap. <laughs> you use a spell slot. So that's one of your two first level spell slots. And oh, you yeah. cast Cure Wounds on your new front team air. And what did you roll? I rolled a one. That's right. <laughs> so plus three. Yeah, so Team Air heals four points. Ooh, so I get to add that? Yeah, so you go back up four points. I did my best, Team Air. Yeah, no, that's good, that's good. Oh, at this level, four points is good. That's great. Okay, Benin, are you gonna get revenge on this damn rat, or what are you gonna do? Let's kill this rat. Okay, it's so you're gonna again. run over to the rat. And, uh, okay, and roll. Roll? Yeah. Are, what What are you doing? Are you attacking it with your, with your Warhammer? Go ahead. Roll. I mean, that's the whole point of having a Warhammer. It's rat sized. It is. <laughs> I got two again, guys! <laughs> Which dice are you rolling? <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I'm just going to sidebar as a DM and say, these rats have an AC of 12. How do you keep missing them, though? <laughs> Yeah, you miss this rat. You you almost get its tail, but these rats are are big and fast. Oh, yeah, I didn't even get close to the tail. <laughs> All right, I uh, I did actually by mistake miss the rat's turn, so I'm gonna go ahead and do the rat before the top of the oh, no. initiative. Uh, it's gonna move over here, and Thank because God. you're the brightest thing in the room with your beautiful red skin and big horns. Uh, this rat's gonna go ahead and tack I have and uh, try and bite your little ankles. That's right. Uh, that's not good. That's a seven. Does a seven hit you? Oh no. No. What what do you mean? Does Wait, a seven hit your what's your armor class? My armor class. At the top. Oh fuck, hang on. Um Oh, it, it's an eleven. Yeah, so misses with a seven. Uh, so you're able to sort yeah. of kick this rat off your leg, like, ooh. What you fucking get, rat? <laughs> and we're at the uh, top of the order. Team Air. All right, I'm going to have to finish this rat. I need to move yeah. this rat. <laughs> you guys can move over to the rat. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. let us get in your way. <laughs> and then I'm going to roll this. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I, I got the routine down. I could, like, now I know what I'm doing. Uh, yeah. Uh, 17. 17, Wait. definitely. You oh smash every rat in the room. That's easy. <laughs> Just to double check, I'm sure it'll hit, it'll kill it, but go ahead and roll your damage. So do 2d6 plus 2 plus 2 raging damage. 2d6. Okay. 3. Uh-huh. 5. And plus 2 is 7. Plus 2 is 9. You have killed the last rat in the room. <laughs> Uh, All right. We did it as a team, you guys. So you uh, <laughs> All four of us as a team. Great. Right? Yeah. So uh, those rats are are dead. You do. Uh, um, does everybody want to do a perception check? Yes. Uh, yeah. Who's the most perceptive? Wait. Uh, perception. I got plus two. I have four. Everybody can go if they want. Whoever wants to uh, get a sense of what's going on. Four is pretty big. Roll the 20. 20? No, do I roll the 20? Oh, yeah. Roll a d20. Add your perception. 13 plus four. 
That's what I'm talking about. That's some damn good perception. So that nobody else cares what's going on. Okay. So. (laughs) Oh, wait. (laughs) Nobody's perceiving. Just Team Air is, uh, I'm just giving the gold star of the team tonight. Let's be honest. Okay. All right. So. Team Air gives you the sort of like everybody shut up signal and like. (laughs) And you hear skittering, but different from rats. Some sort of skittering, though beyond the the hole in the wall. Um, would you like to go check it out? Yeah. Who's, who's the most stealthy? I feel like we could get away with some stealthiness here. Oh, yeah. Okay. And the least stealthy. Plus three. Okay. So, do you want to stealth through the hole in the wall? Okay. Go ahead and roll stealth. I have plus two. Yeah, whoever wants to go can go. 16. 16 is good. Okay. That's pretty good. Plus what? Three? Oh, you rolled a 16. Yeah. It's 19 total. Oh. Great. So you manage to, you have to get on your hands and knees and crawl through this rubble that the wor- workers were, were banging away with earlier. And you manage to crawl through without disturbing it at all. And you come into another hallway here. So there's, uh, because you have dark vision, you can actually see, we can reveal go up on the map a little bit. Can we scroll up, Alice? Yeah, okay. So uh, we're approaching time, but you all enter this hallway and Team Air is leading and you see on the floor, there's a hallway with stone walls and you see on the floor, there's a mosaic. Mm. Uh, And on the wall, there is a an inscription and you see lying dead on the mosaic uh a giant rat that seems to have been split in half oh and i think has, that we should uh end there today yikes uh, has timer been here before because right they seem to be extra proficient at killing rats yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> no, none of us have gotten close. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let let the record show that I patted Team Air on the back and healed like four points of health in that fight. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I wasn't completely useless. <laughs> no, we, we all did our part. <laughs> so that's your that's your first D and D experience. How are y'all feeling? Woo! Well, I am. We didn't get anywhere near as far as I thought we'd get because y'all spent so long asking about Anne, poor Anne in the shop. (laughs) That was supposed to be like a minute and then be like, all right, you're going. (laughs) So now I know you're going to be incredibly sus of everybody. So noted for more time uh, with anybody. But um, there's a bit more of this under this uh, bar that nobody has explored that perhaps you should uh, look around for your friend next time. Ooh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thanks, okay. everyone. That was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. To be continued. 
be sure to tune in to episode two to find out what happens to our daring adventurers in the basement of the wizard's tower. Before we leave you, I just want to give special thanks to musicians Mackenzie Drive for the intro theme song and Yehenda for providing original soundtrack and score. You can find both of these artists on Spotify and I'd highly encourage you to check them out. I'd also like to thank our sponsors, Stormcrow Manor, Howl and Roar Records, and Make Lemonade. Without their support, none of this could happen because it's the pandemic. We've had to do this remotely. We've had to buy equipment. It costs money to start a podcast. So thank you all very, very much. Of course, special thanks to Stella Saint and all of our players tonight, Al Val, Brendan D'Souza, Tamara Siobhan, and Elvira Kurt. Make sure to check out the links for their social media to follow them individually. They're all amazing people, and you're going to want to get to know them and find out where they're performing next. And most importantly, thank you. Thank you so, so much for listening, for tuning in, and for following along. If you're enjoying listening to this show and following along as much as we are playing it and producing it, consider uh, following us on YouTube Live or Twitch and giving us a subscribe, a follow, a like, whatever you can. Uh, We, as mentioned before, we have a ton of prizes to give away as random draws to our YouTube subscribers so make sure to subscribe also we have a patreon set up for people who want to contribute a little more to the show for as little as five dollars a month you can gain access to exclusive benefits such as joining the team as an npc or as a guest character in a future episode we offer access to exclusive merch original illustrations uh, character sheets and a whole bunch of really really cool stuff that we're doing to encourage you to support us so if you have the means to do that i would definitely appreciate any little little bit helps even just a click subscribe or a like and until next week i hope you all continue staying safe during this pandemic so keep staying positive and testing negative see you soon Your game, still I lost the prize When I took advice from your selfish lies You told me this game was fair So I wouldn't see those Knives filled the air
turn to be up front with you You screwed up with me I guess that's why you're my ex You lied, said this game was fair So I wouldn't see those Knives filled the air Remember when you Again. Yeah.